Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, and you're listening to Stan, Rowe, and Camus on the SGP Podcast. Shut up, Camus! Are you ready? listening to the SGP podcast. You are listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP podcast. Stan C. Romaran and Raf Camus at the Balay and we are recording a very special episode because we're going to try something that we haven't done before. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it very special. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not, it's not, not, it's not it's very not super special. We're not originators of this format. No, no, no. no, no. Uh, not at all. It's because Stan and I, Stan and myself, have become new fans of the Something to Wrestle podcast with Bruce Pritchard yes. and Conrad Thompson. And they do a lot of diving into history. Into WWE shows of old. older stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and interesting. Then is is when I started listening. You mga yung recent string of deep dives nila were from the time when I got interested. Exactly. Yes, mm-hmm. that's why I was also. Butay nang palana ano yun yung topic sila. Yeah. yeah. So it was early 2004. Uh, I'm listening to the No Way Out episode right now. It's in the show where Eddie won the title. Mm-hmm. I listened to WrestleMania 20, then Backlash 04. Really good stuff. And then we uh, thought to ourselves, okay, uh, let's try the format out for the podcast. And look at things from our lenses as wrestling fans who were coming up, coming of age in that era. Yeah, getting into the fandom. In the case of Ro and myself, we know many of you have uh, also joined the fandom around that time. Yeah, it's the Jack TV era. Yeah, yeah, the Solar Sports. No, the Solar, solar Sports. Yeah, there you go. Even older. Mm, ultimate Sports and Action. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God, I forgot. That's what you were saying before. Yung OBB nila, yung kanta ni Benoit. Yes. <laughs> It was oh, whatever was by Our so, Lady Peace. Oh, uh, Did they even have yeah. permission to run? I have no, no think, idea. Or maybe they got it from the recording company. Because you can get because getting local licenses, uh, getting the local label. licenses from the label right. was much easier at the time that you could just get basically anything, anything, any song you wanted, any song you wanted, and then you pay like a thousand, a couple of thousand bucks, and then it's like, oh, here couple you of have thousand? the rights. Yeah, wow, that's how cheap the rights were at the time. Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> So we, we put together a quick poll over the weekend on our Twitter and uh, Taboo Tuesday 2004 won. That was my suggestion. And we'll tell you a, li- a little bit uh, why I thought it was a bad pick in retrospect. And <laughs> it was a terrible pick! Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the L on that one. God! So we'll, we'll talk oh, yeah. about that mamaya. But since, you know, Taboo Tuesday, it was centered around the premise of uh, of letting your voices be heard and voting for something, we might as well uh, spend a few minutes talking about the elections which are happening Sakto. on Monday. Yes. Sakto. Yes, guys. So, so it's the midterm elections on Monday. You're voting for your senators, your sit, your, your local, mayors, your yeah. mayors, LGUs, congressmen, congressmen, councilors, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, that's about it. Mayors, vice mayors, governors, uh, governors, vice mayors, governors. Yeah. governors yeah. When where applicable? Yeah. 
So I'm, I'm assuming all three of us are registered. Yeah, yes. Yes. Of course. Okay, so uh, if, if you're listening and you're not a registered voter, sayang, um, I'm going to try my best not to shame you. Even but though at the same I, time, there is the urge to. At the same time, you have another three years to register and vote for the upcoming round of elections. You could also at least you could also at least influence people you do know who are actually registered voters to vote for the right people. Yes. yes. Um, you know, we, we've seen the TVCs. We've seen their banner ads on different websites and on different social the, media. You've seen the banners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, the, and the jingles and the videos. And the Dancing 16. Yeah. Which Jesus is absolutely Christ. terrible. Jeez. So bad. Guys, you know, we, we make a lot of Bong Revilla, Nintendo jokes, but don't make that comparison. Nintendo deserves better. Oh, uh, at this point, at this point, Nintendo I, I, I is a think, better candidate than Bong Revilla. I don't think you would see Nintendo dancing with a dancing sixteen. Yeah, and if you're having a hard time deciding, kung, yung senatorial slate pa lang, uh, there are several websites out there. There's one on the GMA news portal. Uh, there's one that was independently made where you can actually. Uh, check you mga stances of the senatoriables and match them with your own uh, alignments towards these issues. Senatoriables. Yes. What a word. Yeah, so there. Uh, you, you can check those out. I actually tried one of those out and then I, I checked kung sino pinaka ko. Yeah, yeah. So I matched up with Chell and with Tanyada. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, basically, who I was expecting to be matched up with, I got matched up with. Yep. Yeah, same here. Na parang, for the most part, if you... If you feel strongly about the topics that we've talked about when we get political on this podcast, oh, yes. you might end up with a lot of ocho derecho bets. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple of other independent bets out there that might align oh, with yeah, you as yeah, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There, you don't have to stick with the ocho derecho plan. Uh, Lord knows that you don't have to. But if you are voting HNP, please vote straight 13 HNP. Yes. Please. <laughs> check please. All, the, check all the circles. Yes, all, all of them. Check no, no, all, all the circles. No, 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 no. no, 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 no check all the circles. Check all the circles. Check all the circles. Check all the circles. If you are voting HNP, check the circles, yes. Check the circles. All 13 of them, please. Show your support for the president. And check. Check all the circles. Please. Do your country a favor. Yeah, and go to dinner, smile, put on that fist pose. Yeah. Actually, you know what? There's, sorry, just because you're talking about the, the dinner thing. Yeah. <laughs> Incredibly misleading stuff. Oh, sure. Incredibly misleading stuff because the whole Matrix issue <laughs> with Gretchen Ho, of all people, who is a news practitioner and has no bearing whatsoever. She's, she's very she's politically sports, neutral. Yeah, she's, she's entertainment, right? Yeah, she's sports, sports and entertainment. entertainment. Yeah. She's sports and entertainment. Sports entertainment. <laughs> for ABS-CBN. Yeah. And I have, you know, we have reached out to her officially. Uh-huh. Officially Who's for you? the PWR media team. Oh, okay, okay. I, I didn't know this. Sorry. I have. But, okay. then, but na una, na una, the na una yung mga ibang, ano, yung mga ibang networks natin for the right sure, avenues. Sure. But she's a very politically neutral person. She's not stupid, but... She doesn't deserve to be put on this list of people who are conspiring with the government All because right. she is a sports media practitioner. See, I'm, I'm just uh, I, I'm more interested in the fact that Highland Diaz is included because <laughs> oh, no. Highland Diaz has no time for this shit. She literally said she literally it, said she has, she has no, no time, time for this shit. Chaka, you're gonna sh- you're gonna put your only Olympic medalist. I mean, not only, but your, your highest your highest highest ranking, ever uh, Olympic medalist in in so long. On the on blast like that, and she's you for know, what but, reason? And not only is that is that the case, but in her weight class, she's top ten yeah. in the world right now 
why do you have to put this additional stress on her? Which is short of saying that she really has no time for this shit. Oh, I mean, see. what more see Timothy Shalamat? Ano may career yun? Sino bang kumuha ng matrix ito? Si Ken Warren ba? Well, if... Does he have material coming out soon about this? Because Probably last, this. Because last I checked, last I checked, he just formed a tag team with Chris Panzer. Yeah. To challenge MSG. Yeah, uh, that's happening. And that's official already. Yep, for, it's been announced for, for Revolution, Revolution X. X happening on May 26. That's right. Last Sunday of the month. Um, yeah. One last thing on, on uh, names that were uh, mispronounced, miswritten. Uh, shout out to the guy from Spin. Spin. So this actually happened at the press conference post Warriors oh Rockets. I lost so this my guy shit. who's based in the US, and uh-huh. I know this from uh, from friends in Spin. Okay, okay. Yes. Uh, the dude is based in the US. He's and not he was tied to as the a main, correspondent. He's not the main. He's not with the main group of Spin. No, but he's, he's back he's, as a correspondent. He's a, so he's a, he's a spinner. spinner. He's a spinner. Correct. Okay. He introduced himself. Blah 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 from Spin.ph. This one's for Hayden. Hayden. Blah 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 blah. He asked him about Hayden's adjustments in game five. And then Harden Harden goes, who's the question for? Me? For me? Who? Who? Me? Me? And then Kyrie's on the podium with him. And then Kyrie's just like, huh? It's clearly not me. Harden. Harden. He meant to say Harden. I don't know Kyrie. Bah, Chris Paul. Ah, Chris Paul. Sorry, sorry. Because, no, because I just have to bring it up one time. Okay. Celtics are out. Okay, we're out. Okay, done. We're done. Jesus Christ. So the guy go inulit pa niya sa mga yeah for you Hayden. How are you a sports writer? <laughs> He's not even and a blogger boy. So who what is he? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Jesus Christ! How's he asking a question? Ryan Songalia would not be making this mistake. No, nobody would be making this mistake if you follow basketball at all. That's with, an MVP with, candidate, guys. With, with a beard that distinct. Without that iconic. Yeah, right? exactly. How could you how could you miss out in Harden? So the guy's voice sounded so much like Rikilo. Oh. Now when I was watching it's like si Rikilo ba to? <laughs> Who flew him to Oracle? <laughs> so yeah, good who job Pinoy. Hey, no, no, who's gonna who's gonna pay Rikilo to go to Oracle guy? Hey, you never know. Hey, Rikilo was paid to talk to Anne Hathaway. That's true. That's true. So but good that's, job Pinoy. Pinoy Pride, man. Uh, Pinoy Pride all the way. Mm. Alright, here we go, here we go. Okay, let's let's bring it back to wrestling. Um the biggest uh, thing of course coming out of this week is the wild card rule. And yes, that sound you heard was the collective sigh of agony from uh, wrestling fans everywhere. Um it's it's funny na pinanod natin yung Taboo Tuesday this week and we could see yung, uh, how how strong the brand split was still at the time. And then you take it back to 2019, 15 years later, and they're really they're, they're really killing the brand split slowly. With the whole um, wildcard wild rule, rule, yes. Uh, thinking back to 2004, John Cena and Randy Orton were like the up-and-coming stars of their respective brands. And people were salivating over the fact that, oh, these two guys, these two young bucks would go against one another. Yes. And now, in 2019, like the wildcard rules, like any moment, like I can get AJ Styles hopping over back to SmackDown. Parang napaka- the house that he built? Napaka-nakakagago. <sighs> it's, it's, it's idiotic, one. Number two, if this is a long con for us to, to establish Crazy Man Vince as a character... No, it's not. They are really playing it straight. <sighs> see, it's super straight. Have you not see, heard... I, I, no, I, I, I saw. I watched Raw. I endured Raw this week. Yeah, have you also endured SmackDown? Corey yeah. Graves is a wildcard yep. apologist. Yep, I have. And it's upsetting. It's upsetting to me because it's like you watch this and you're like, guys... You know, there is nothing special in wrestling anymore. There is nothing. Nothing is sacred. Nothing is sacred. And it's just so hard to watch, you know, Vince come on. And there's no way you're writing yourself out of this unless you go full crazy Vince. 
I'm not sure if you guys noticed this nung Raw, but uh, there was a quip that Corey Graves made towards Renee. I'm not sure they were talking about the wildcard rules. Pero sabi ni Corey, this is why you're not paid to think. Jesus Christ. I didn't I didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah, there, there was that, that bit. So, God, kind of God. appalling. Uh, not not a good week for WWE. Uh, um, it's, uh, the ratings are falling and they think this is gonna solve it. In a matter of speaking, it's kind of, uh, objectively, it's kind of exciting. Now. Okay. Uh, you, you got no 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 only in the sense that you got your best workers appearing like AJ's back okay. yeah but uh, siempre at the end of the day it still doesn't make that much sense and uh, sense is what we're all looking for it's like it's an on paper yeah yeah on paper sure but in reality and in practice oof like, why 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 am I getting the Usos who are on Raw all of a sudden uh, challenging for the vacant SmackDown Tag Team Championships on SmackDown when it could have gone to literally any other SmackDown team on the division? Mm-hmm. Here's another issue, and like, okay, I, I'm not a booker, I'm not a promoter, but I could. You know something? No, no, I, I I won't even say that. Like, I know something because I'm part of the PWR backstage team, whatever. No. Um, one of the biggest problems that WWE's uh, got right now, based on what we're reading, is. Uh, talent being unhappy and how they want to be released from their contracts they want to go to AEW or wherever the hell else right? ah. in, in doing the wild card rules you're essentially uh, not freeing up time anymore for everyone else to appear on TV this because you've, got, true, huh? you've yes. got superstars going back and forth uh, you make you make a volatile situation potentially worse you yes. pretty much take away the time that you could have been spending on these unhappy superstars and giving them to people who may be overworked yeah uh Bailey, for example, was nowhere on TV this uh, week. Uh, right? Oh God, uh, that's upsetting. Yeah, so, so you know that's one very good example. Uh, Nakamura and Rusev were not on TV this week. So you know, Buddy Murphy was relegated to a commercial break. Promo. Yeah, Jesus Christ, Jesus fuck. So uh, it's it's a shame. I, uh, the wild card rule is doing more harm than good. One week in, um, you know, but let's give it, like with all the things in wrestling, let's give it another week no, no, before no, 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 we no. completely. No, it, it's bad. It's no, it's, it is bad. It is bad. It's but, bad not just because it's bad, but because it is a knee-jerk reaction to falling uh, ratings, falling ratings, and the impetus to do better ratings-wise. When all you have to do is fix everything by fixing it long term. Yeah, uh, it, it's weird because Triple H Loki acknowledged it on Twitter when oh. someone tagged the McMahons. And said, nah, you know, no, the answer is to tell long term stories or something along that, those yeah. lines. So he liked it. Tapos people made a fuss about it. So he unliked it. <laughs> he unliked it? How yeah, do he unliked it. How do we know that? So, yeah, someone yeah. screen capped it. Tapos nakita it sa like tab. Damn. And nawala sa like tab ni Triple H. So you, you know how, how petty people on social media can people, be. People be talaga. detectives, yo. Yeah. Not really. All you need is sweet deck. No, no, no. I mean, to be looking at Triple H's likes. <laughs> yeah, which you can do. No, 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 no. I mean, Naka, nakatutok ka sa uh, likes niya. Yeah. Ah, no, yeah, yeah. You I mean, find I mean, it yes. on the profile. But any public, any profile, public profile on Twitter can show you what they like. Yeah, so yeah. But yeah. the fact that you are staring at that thing and figure, and <laughs> you know, monitoring have, it. Pe- a lot of people on the internet have a lot of time. I know, hands. I know, no, no. Uh, yeah, here's just, uh, going back to what I was saying, the fact that they choose to go and make a panic about it and try to fix it in the short term is even worse. Ah, yes. Because uh, something like this can only be fixed via long-term solutions. Uh-huh. So, I'm really disgusted with how Raw and SmackDown panned out this week. As in, I was like for the first time in a really long time. I, I, wasn't, like, I wasn't disgusted with SmackDown's ending. Eh, yeah, event. SmackDown is... Uh, SmackDown just, just is still doing, 
still, still the doing better show. Yeah, yeah but e- like even for its standards, it did not do well. It did not do well. Oh sure, sure. So I'm I'm thinking but like Sammy... fuck. Do I need to invest time in 205 again or NXT? Oh yeah, sure. NXT and no, just switch over from the main shows to the other three shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the network shows are generally untouchable because yes. they don't are they're not they're under not any rated. pressure. Yeah, they're not. They're no, not no, rated. they are rated actually. They ah are, yes, they, they are rated by streams. Uh, the streams on the no- the network. But as usual, um, uh, I think they're freer to experiment on the long-term solutions True. over there. Either that, or you know, I actually can't wait for AEW's whatever you know whatever oh, they have I'm, up their sleeve. I, yeah. I am waiting for the AEW program um, this week. Kung actually, man, yeah. They meron daw. What the program? The, the TV. They're what? working on a TV deal. Oh, yeah, that's TV what I said. Yeah, that's what I, that's, that's, that's what I'm that's, waiting no, for. No, I'm clarifying. Clarif- because like, I know no, Lucha Underground. There was like a TV special. No, no, no I didn't say that. I no, didn't no. say that. Uh, but oh. like, I, I know Lucha Underground is gone. Because uh, that used to be it's my palate cleanser. Water. Yes. yes. That used to be my palate cleanser for wrestling. Yeah. So now I'm looking for something new. So I'm, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll hey, see. Uh, no. impromptu mm-hmm. survey question for anyone listening to this. Would you go to an AEW viewing party? Not necessarily for Double or Nothing because it's on the same day as Revolution X. But, you know, for the next show, whenever that may be. That would be Fight for the Fallen. Ah, is that an AEW-branded show? That's an AEW-branded show that is happening, I think, in about June, July. Okay, so, yeah. Around around um, July 4th. It's just that. And that's the next one after this one. So it's probably going to be a fight. So if uh, would you ever be interested in watching uh, a standalone AEW show in a viewing party? Let so us know on social. Hit us up on, on social media. You know where to find us. Yeah, it's at the SGP Podcast, at Rosewar, at Caveman Camus, and at underscore Stancy. Just doing a little market research. Yes. All right. Uh, let's talk about Lars Sullivan and how Ooh. he is a very hot topic on Reddit these days. More oofs. Yeah, uh, there's there have a lot been of oofs this week. There have been screenshots and active threads, active forums, and hinuka uh, mga uh, fans about his questionable remarks about a lot of issues, from um, racist remarks to anti LGBT remarks. remarks, to sexist yes. remarks, to remarks against Daniel Bryan, against Alberto Del Rio, AJ really? Styles, Zack Ryder, to being an absolute creep on some women wrestlers' profiles. For those who don't know, when were these comments made? Um, How long ago? It, at five, six years five, ago. Five, six years. So before he was a WWE Five, six superstar. years. And then during... Yes. While he what was signed fuck? and while he was in NXT. I kind of get... I kind of get a little bit if you were not signed with WWE before. But while you were with NXT, that's, that's the stupidest shit you can pull. Because there's... like There are shit posts that Cedric Alexander... The likes of Cedric Alexander... Um, What's his name? Ricochet did use to post back in the day. Oh, the which are a little bit more forgivable because it's not racist. It's just haha. You're just fuck you're, it, you're, WWE. You're just young and dumb. You're young and dumb, and you're not. You're. It's directed at WWE. Yeah. So the thing about yung posts ni Lars is they're on this forum called forum.bodybuilding.net. <laughs> yes. Which has sure. wrestling threads all sure. over it. Right. Right. His account is called El Perfecto. That's his, uh, his, his handle. Alleged. His alleged. 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 We have to. We have to. So you you pang connect na mga tao is uh, there were there, there was a thread na pinapakita nila like how do I look like right now based on my routine. Uh, so he posted a picture. A picture of himself and halatang si Larson. Alright. So that's how people put two and two together. Uh, so he had so many comments. He even had comments about uh, people dealing with mental illness. Oh, kind of ironic. Uh-huh. To yun, and you know. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the reported issues about his mental health. Uh, you were the chosen one, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But we didn't choose him. I did, because, you know, mental anxiety, health. yeah. Okay. 
So uh, Biggie had something to say on Twitter because he got added. Parang I think somebody somebody brought it up. Biggie, what would you do with if with, these with, yeah. if these allegations are proven correct? And Biggie made a big deal about it, as he does with a lot of locker room deals. So to quote, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to pull up the quote right now. Uh, right. It was just Big E. Even Kaliso said something. Kaliso said something also. Yeah, Kaliso was tagged in, in yeah, a, in, that in a tweet thing. because um, both of them are very vocal about their Big, stances on minorities. Big E just basically said that. Yeah, he, here, here, many yeah. are aware. Uh, quote: Many are aware. If true. He, uh, referring to Lars, has to bear the albatross of being a bigot and working in a company that is now filled with minorities. Albatross. End quote. And then the Callisto tweet, if you can. Yeah, you better get out of my way because I'm Latino. That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm no, the man Jericho Goldberg, but I, I don't know. Well, Probably. At the end of the day, because. Um, Lars is very clearly in the wrong on multiple levels. Uh, allegedly, or allegedly, yeah. Because anyone, anyone who espouses this, uh, it's it's not just bigotry. Eh? It's borderline. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just bad. Yeah, it's a very bad look it's on WWE. Badong. But then again, it's the same company. Badong. It's badong It is the same company that just this week has allowed one of their commentators to tell a female commentator that she was not paid to think. Well, to be is, fair, that was just probably them talking about you know them as commentators, yes, not having an opinion, yes, not necessarily because she was a female. There is that because Lars, like if you if you go through some of it, and I went through about, I'd say time, no, sir. I, I went through about no, ten I, I minutes. Actually, yeah, I also spent a bit. I, I went through about ten minutes that. of the threads. Yeah, and, and it's like you look at it. It's very problematic. It's 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 not just problematic. It's very hateful. Yeah, uh, he said that ADR got pushed only because he was Mexican. Uh, he said that uh, Daniel Bryan just got three wor- uh, one word over. Like, anyone can say yes. Anyone can say no. He said AJ was too old and too small. Uh, I think he also made some disparaging remarks about AJ Lee and her ass. Yes. Wow, that, was that, that. that is like some... Really, uh, he he it's, said it's that she looked, like, uh, she looked like a transgender or something. Not, not that it's petty. It's more like there is so little... Or she he is so... Narrow-minded about the business, in the business he's supposed to, you know, try to find success in. In the business that is feeding him. Yeah, exactly. But um, he doesn't understand so much about being a wrestler. Yep. If that is the kind of comments he makes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so there. Um. Yeah. You should see it. Uh, you know. Give, give it two see or three it minutes of your time. If you're not, if you're on Reddit, it's not hard to find. Yeah. Uh, it's not. It's not. So. Um, we will keep you updated if uh, I'm not sure what's gonna happen I wonder um, though how if, if they if people already knew about this from before if the wrestlers fellow wrestlers knew about this from before okay I'm, I'm not sure yes. we've kind of seen that WWE doesn't have a good track record of, of, of uh, investigating on these matters yeah. look at the Enzo Amore situation yeah, from yeah, a couple yeah. years ago oh oof from a year ago, dude. Yeah, from a year ago. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I saw a tweet saying uh, Leo Rush gets heat for for speaking up about uh, not wanting to give water to veterans, and then and then it he gets taken up. off TV. No, no, but no, no, no. Then yeah. Lars does this, and then is still getting a push. But we only found out about this what today. Yeah. So how could he still have? A, I mean, how could they? How, how act fast? On it? How yeah, fast? How can fast they can they act on? It? I think for something like this, in tipong kay Leo Rush, kasi people can tell you about it straight up. Yep. Like if, if if this is behavior that they've observed and noticed firsthand, uh, talent or people backstage can tell you. But with the Lars thing, 
how, how can you even connect the dots and investigate that this is his digital footprint mm. unless you have actual solid concrete proof? Right. At this point, we're all still saying terms like allegedly and reportedly in relation to the topic. That's so, true. And it feels very much like Enzo Mori before yeah. when we were talking about him. Yeah, so um, I think the safest stance at this point is is to say innocent until proven guilty, but that whatever comments were made by El Perfecto are clearly reprehensible. Uh-huh. Yes. And also at the same time, don't be a jackass online. Yep. Unless you're in character and you're portraying a character and it's very clear that you are the character. How do we know, Thomas, if it's very how how do we know that it's very clear? Because like, like, the off yung mga, right. ano, mga, like especially in the local context, like sure. kayfabe off tayo okay. with our with our accounts. Okay. So it happens. So just one last thing on wrestling Reddit. So that's how I found out that Alexa Bliss and Buddy Murphy are no longer engaged. What? Yeah. Did you not catch that? No, I did not. Oh wow, this flew wow, out of your radar. Wow, wow, sir. For the man who writes the grapevine, I'm like, whoa. Oh, hi. I only write the grapevine once a week, sir. Top well, it's, it's it's big. It's big. Yeah, but it's not something I would write about on the grapevine. It doesn't move anything in the in the wrestling business. So cue all of the guys out there saying, finally, chance gonna talk. Oh, no, 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 sir. Sit down. Be humble <laughs> and check yourself. Because Before Alexa Alexa Bliss is a goddess. Yeah. <laughs> there is that, guys. No, well, Corey Graves is all tied up right now. Okay, moving on. Right, so that's going to do it for this week in wrestling, I guess. Oh, God. Uh, if you have anything you want to share with us, any comments, you know where to find us on social media. We've left our digital footprint, and we try to keep that as clean as possible. For the most part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in just a few seconds, we'll talk about Taboo Tuesday from 2004. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Roe, and Raph on the SGP Podcast. Woo! All right, let's talk about Taboo Tuesday, gentlemen. Uh, 2004 was the timing. I, I got into wrestling. And we were 14, 15. Yeah, uh, we were in... Well, we, Kamas and I, we were in first year high school at Xavier. I was in third year high school? Yes. Uh, second year, second year. Second sorry, year. sorry. Yeah, uh, so I was just getting into wrestling at the time. I remember, and I think this applies to all of us, um, it was shown on tape delay. Yes, yes, three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, so how did you guys uh, work around that? Or how did you reconcile what you saw on TV with what was supposedly going on in real time outside the country? Oh, I, I visited all the websites. Uh, I checked all the results every Monday and every Friday. Every Tuesday, every Friday yeah. Mon- for Raw for, for Raw SmackDown. That was for Saturday when SmackDown became Friday night. Yeah. And I knew, and then uh, it took me a while to figure out, now, okay, this wasn't, uh, what was on TV wasn't was, uh, what was happening on the internet. Yeah, because like with me, man, it was more of, I wasn't that persmarkety about results and all of that. Oh, neither was I, yeah. Like, but I would check the WWE website from time to time. And then it's like, oh, okay, so, oh, we're behind a bit. Yes, and that's when that's when you find out. Oh wait, we're living in the past. Yeah, and then I figured out. I had to hard fit, hard calculate how far we were. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know. Nobody told okay, me. Nobody it was told three you. weeks away. Yeah. Three weeks uh, removed. Did it ruin the experience? Now you would spoil yourself three weeks in advance, and then Papa Nori Ming show. Because for me, what I would do was I would get the reactions. When I saw the result, oh. like Chris Jericho defeated Christian. Oh, putang yeah, yeah, yeah. Jericho. Same, same, yeah. same. So I would do that, right? And then I would still watch because I would want to know still how. You see how. Mm. I'd look at the pictures and I'd be like, oh, Tori Wilson did this. Oh, I'd want to see how she got from point A to point B. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, you know, so you know, that's how maybe we're also okay with uh, yeah. 
with, with wrestling spoilers because we we went through that period of time. It's not it's not as though you know, in, especially in like our case where the internet was fast enough that you could have torrented torrents didn't exist and live streams didn't and exist live streams either, didn't yeah. exist either. So there was no other way. So you know that if you want to watch this, and also at the time you couldn't um, you couldn't video stream properly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Na parang every attempt for like an AOL live chat because <laughs> that was still a thing. That was still yeah, a thing, and video yeah. chat wasn't parang at most you'd get maybe under thirty seconds if you're lucky. Yeah. Of if, uploads, if your video wasn't on YouTube. It'd there be was really no, there hard was, to and there was barely YouTube. That was infancy of YouTube, and nobody really knew how to use it at the time. But then, like five years later, I, broadband was stable enough for me to have live streamed like a WrestleMania. Yes. So it was as early as what 2008, 2009. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't get to watch my first live Mania until I would say 2011, I guess. Well, I was gonna say my first my first live mania was through Sky Cable because they were they were doing a couple of broadcasts here and there. Pay per view, pay per view. I mean, yeah, in, no, movie in the movie theater. in the movie theater, and then they did one live at Trinoma. Yeah, I remember that. You remember, oh, yeah, I remember that, that one? That, yeah, yeah. Mm. You remember that one? I wasn't there, but I remember that. I invited happening. you to that one. I don't remember because that. because I had passes. Ang naalala ko pinuntahan sa sinihan. No, no, because I was working as an intern at the time. Okay. Ang naalala kong pinanood ka sa Sinehan was WrestleMania 23, Detroit. Yes. Okay, okay. Uh, Batista versus Undertaker. Uh, I, I remember my dad uh, going with me to the mall kasi pareha kaming uh, on uh, uh, summer break nun. Yeah. So, there. Um, that was kind of how wrestling was at the time. Um, Th- that watching was, that it was, was very the, weird. It was, well, that was that was the lay of the land. Yeah, the it was, just, it, it's just the way it was. Yeah. 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 Ito rin yung time na ang daling kumuha ng wrestling shirts. Yes. Yeah. Because if you oh, yeah, go yeah, to yeah, the they were everywhere, Changin, yeah, uh, a mass producer, and you couldn't tell that it was fake. Yeah, 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 because probably they were being printed here. Yeah, uh, that, there's mean, a very there's a very high chance that the shirts were still being printed. I'm damning bootleggers, and I don't know why <laughs> or how. Yeah, why or how? But then that's the thing. Na parang you could still get the I'm your poppy shirt. Yeah, you yeah. could get you could have gotten that. In Green Hills for about 250 bucks. Which I did. I still have that Amir Papi shirt, even though it's a size too small now. Yeah, I got an impression yeah, before. Uh, yeah. Sobrang mura. And then uh, when you hold it up against the real thing, obviously you can tell the difference. But with It's uh, not that bad. Yeah, guys. yeah. Standing alone, standing alone, it, it looks legit. Yeah. Um, remember you on know, a Source of Strength shirt in the Oh, yeah, that, that ugly shirt. So I actually have that. Uh, <laughs> I got that from the Chungget bin. So, you know, uh, some of these shirts. Okay, but in quality, like uh, yeah, I, I had the source of strength, strength uh, shirt, and nisha basahan type today, right? Yeah. So yeah, that was the lay of the land in two thousand four, and then somewhere uh, after SummerSlam, they introduced the concept of Taboo Tuesday. Yeah. Yes. So the idea was we're going to present you three options, whether it's <laughs> opponents, stipulations, or uh, weapons of choice. Oh God. Outfits. <laughs> And it would be up to you, the fans, to vote for whatever you wanted to see. All right, Unfortunately, so we we weren't in that three-week window to vote. No, no I'm we pretty were. sure I got I, to vote. I, I got we to vote. Yeah, I got to vote. Maybe, for, maybe for 05, but not 04. No, for no 04. again, we spoiled yeah. ourselves. Yeah, so we remember. knew the thing was happening. Mm. We, we, we would always go to WWE.com. Yeah. I, so, at, at, during this phase, I remember like when, when it came out, I'm like, hey, why didn't I get to vote? No, no, I'm pretty sure I voted. You can put on the website. Yeah. No, for like for like a couple of weeks. Yeah, you can register. Oh, uh, you can register. <laughs> oh, and by oh, the way, by the way, did you remember that WWE ran their own fantasy game? 
Oh no, I on the website. On the website. I remember the power rankings there. That's they they ran their own fantasy game. Real quick, though, real quick aside. Uh, it's not like the way we do it now. It's more of uh, whether they they score based on in ring actions. Mm, and to go to Winsident, it yeah. was also really hard to predict. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah, I remember voting for some of those. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I voted for the diva outfits. Um, I voted for, uh, I think, Benoit to take Triple H. Because I was a big Benoit fan uh, at the time. I think, uh, we, I think we all Edge, were. Yeah. I think I voted for Edge. This was, and this was also you pre your love affair with Edge, no? Uh, yeah, I was beginning to become a fan of Edge palang at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I voted for Benoit at the time. I uh, I don't remember who I voted for as Intercontinental Challenger. We'll, we'll get to it as we go through the card. So many. Yeah, there were eight matches on the card. Yeah. Um, and and uh, let me just say this right now. I will take the L because it was a bad show. Why did you nominate this this show? Um, I wanted to nominate something from 2004. Okay. Because you know, landmark year for us, I, I would say, generally. Okay. Um, that's could one. have been other better shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I thought of Taboo Tuesday because uh, there was something that came to mind. You know how um, the concept of letting the fans book the show essentially was so novel at the, at the time. Yes. But in retrospect, is probably ineffective. And like, if you're the promoter, parang ang laking problema din siya on your part. Eh. Mm. If you don't give them good choices. Yeah. So, um, what happened typically, like, if you, you take a look at the, uh, the choices at Taboo Tuesday, um, normally it was like one obvious choice and two random choices now. Oh, yeah. More often than not, hindi siya mananalo. And I say more often than not because in one of the matches, um, the obvious choice did not win. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it took me, it, it also uh, gave me a flashback to 2015 when I went to the Singapore Live event with uh, Red Oliero. Yes. And there was actually a match between Kane and Ziggler. And then they let the fans decide on his stick. So it was a for choice. For the weapons. No, it was a choice between a tables match, okay. another match I don't remember, and a Singapore street fight. And, and obviously, because it was in Singapore, obviously, in the Singapore street mm-hmm. fight, they went for the, the cheap branded, Yeah, the branded yes. uh, match stick got the win. Yeah, so thinking about that, I was like, putang, napaka obvious in retrospect, but at the time, uh, in 2004, I didn't know na that's how it worked. Mm-hmm. That there was clearly one sure win, mm-hmm. but they could at least plan for that beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that was how, how Taboo Tuesday worked and like looking back at it now it's pretty hokey. Um, design wise it was so dated. Mm. It was. Oh yeah. The binary code, the keyboard, <laughs> na, instead of the QWERTY, keyboard, it was WWE RTY. Oh, dial up. <laughs> DSL. No no no. Dial up modem. Shout out to Ken Warren. Oh god. Why are we giving him more shout outs? Because he's still on dial up, Kamas. Naka Pacific internet pa siya. My cards, my cards pa siya. I guess people nansa So I don't think he even gets that reference. No, he probably doesn't. I'm sure he. He has to. No, no, no. I'm no, no, sure no, I'm pretty doesn't. sure he doesn't. Oh, God. Ken Warren, hit us up on social if you do. Pretty sure he was eight at the time. Oh, that's, that is enough. That's old enough. Okay, moving on. So moving on. You take the L. You take the L for this. Yeah, choice. yeah. I, I take the L for this choice. But apparently, a lot of people decided that Taboo Tuesday would be the show to watch. Yeah. Uh, apparently, what is, is your my 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 nomination was New Year's New Year's Revolution 2006, aka the first the time. First, uh, yes. Edge won the WWE Championship and the and, first cash in. Yeah, the first and, ever and Money in the Bank cash. Wasn't that the first um, Elimination Chamber? No, that was 2002 Survivor Series. Okay. Yeah. Um, tumatak na Elimination Chamber because that's what Cena that's had what to go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Cena yes. ended up re- yes. being really bloody after that. And Camus. I picked Heatwave, ECW Heatwave 96 and that was 
pretty fun for me just because like I want to talk about ECW in its heyday when it was good. Oh yeah. Before it before it went to shit, before WWE got involved because there are so many ECW gems that I appreciate a lot more now in like our semi-mature fandom instead of in just actual like, wrestling training. In actual wrestling as an actual wrestling trainee, it's like it's fun to watch in hindsight because you know, for so many people, you just have a couple of, like, the two reunion shows and whatever was put out by WWE CW. This is one of the, this is probably their best pay-per-view show. We also had a write-in option for the poll, and then some of you guys uh, gave some pretty good suggestions. Uh, Ricky Publico, our SmackDown reviewer, suggested SummerSlam 2002, The Rock versus Brock Lesnar, right? That was good. Uh, Chino Liao, Suggested WrestleMania 20, although obvious reasons. Uh, major obvious shot if we did WrestleMania 20 for the first time. Uh, Kel Fabi suggested Bash at the Beach 2000. Was, <laughs> yeah, that was that was, was a train wreck. That is that's hate watchable, but yeah, there and different than that, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with this other suggestion, Victory Road 2011. Oh, that was oh, Jeff you, Hardy and yeah, Sting. yeah, yeah, Jeff Hardy and Sting. <laughs> God. So, uh, when we do this again, we will take those uh, suggestions into consideration. Because you know for what? sure, yeah. we love watching these old things now. Part we should we should do a best of... Like, I, th- I think this is a quarterly thing. Yeah, this yeah, sure. probably a quarterly sure. thing. Oh, yeah. Why not? Why not? So, let's okay. go through the actual card okay. and see like how awful it can get. Okay, so you had... Uh, the very first thing that they voted for was the Fulfill Your Fantasy Outfits. No, no, no. No, it was. That was the first That, that was the, the first, first segment. That, that was ah, the first segment. On the show. Man, it wasn't the first match. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it was the nurse attire, uh, cheerleader, Mesa, uh, I don't remember, and the schoolgirl outfit. And the schoolgirl French outfit, made cheerleader. French made cheerleader, cheerleader schoolgirl. Yeah. Oof. Which in, you know, in, will not, not fly in 2019. Yeah. No. Very hard to watch. Yeah. I mean, I gotta admit, 14-year-old Stan was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> but Stacey Trish, Keebler, yeah. No, no, uh, oh yeah, Stacey. Stacey Keebler, yeah. yeah. Trish. But I couldn't, twi- yeah, I couldn't I, I, imagine Jazz doing this match. Jazz did this match. Yeah, I know. Sadly. Jazz did this match. And she was like ripping off her sleeves going yeah. down the ramp. One, I didn't know Jazz was still in the company at that time. I thought she was done like after Mania or before Mania. And Gail, and, and the surprise Gail Kim appearance. No, no, no. I knew, I knew no, she was on the raw yeah. brand at the time. But yeah. what, a, what a disservice to Gail Kim to have to put yes. her through that. Yeah. Actually, Gail Kim um, and who else? Molly Holly. Yeah, on Molly Holly. Oh, so she, she also had to go through that shit. Really tough to watch as a 29-year-old <laughs> in 2019. But yeah, so that was the first thing. They, they paraded everyone out on stage and then was like, this is what you're dressing up as after. Yeah. So Not but, gonna work, guys. So, so objectify, go objectify, right? Okay, next was Chris Jericho defending his Intercontinental Championship against Sheldon X. X. Yeah. Like, against X. And this was like, how there was eighteen competitors. I think the vote could have gone anyway at all. Yeah. So the top three contenders, I believe, were Shelton who won, Batista and Coachba. Yeah, I think uh, uh, no coach. coach wasn't coach wasn't coach was in the running but was not top three. Yeah. So um I'm not sure if you noticed this, but going through yung faces of the wrestlers who were in contention. Yeah, yeah. Yes. middle stretch, Rodney Mack. Crickets. Rodney Mack was still in the company yes, at that time, at that and time. I did not know. Chuck Palumbo, crickets. Yeah. Sobrang kawawa, iba. And then you, you see somebody like Rhino. Mm-hmm. Naputa parang Rhino from 2019 lang yung niya. Oh. Sobrang pareho pa rin. Well, shorter hair now. Yeah. And then, but you look at it, you look at it, and it's like there are guys like Tajiri who were like 
oh, he's still here. Hi, Tajiri. Like, you still have a job. You still have employment. And at this point, you know, he's coming to MWF, like, in a week. Mm-hmm. In a week, which yeah, is which week. is yeah, which is week. a nice which is a nice reminder. Like when I saw him pop up, I'm like, look, the jury had WWE employment in 2004. Yeah. So Sheldon, he did, of course he did. Hold on, he wouldn't be released until a few years after. After the fight. that, yeah. yeah. So Sheldon Benjamin wins, and he it comes was, out. It was a hometown. It was a hometown crowd. Also, that's the thing. Hometown, but was it in South Carolina? No, uh, it was in no. Milwaukee. No, but I remember them like commentary bringing it up a lot. Na parang it's like in front of his hometown. No, Shelton is from Orangeburg, South Carolina. Oh, so pretty sure it's not. But a I remember. Why do I remember? It's in my notes for Some commentary. Reason, yeah. Well, why is it in your notes? I don't know. It came up. So Shelton yeah. in two thousand four. Yes. Remember how hot he was at the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. He was really in a Charlie. Up and coming. Just removed, no? No, he was on SmackDown. Smackdown. So at the time, Charlie was with Rico. Yeah, there you go. That uh, that thing. That thing. Yeah, Rico, Charlie Haas, and Miss Jackie. Tapos he shot on his own on Raw, Raw. where he was facing the likes of Triple H and Chris Jericho. Inga, a rising star. Yeah. So it's a shame looking back that they never really got to figure it out, like how to build Shelton as a serious main eventer. Considering that he was part of that rookie class that Mm. included John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Dave Batista, Randy Orton. Yes, um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's about it. Mm. He was he and he was one of the best wrestlers, like pure wrestlers at that time. Full stop. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the match itself, you could tell. Like even if you're not a wrestler, you could tell something was off. It was not your usual match. It wasn't the cleanest. I wouldn't say it was off. It was just something that we're no longer used to at this time. Speaking yeah. as a wrestler in training. Yes. Uh, uh, the the kind of wrestling because you you see now is polished and crisp, crisp, and not not, the man, no, not that it wasn't crisp. You know, what we saw in that match, because but more it, of yeah. uh, what we see now is planned in advance. So when they were in that match, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you could see that, and it was just the way they worked before. Yeah. Uh, it's the old school style of working each other on the fly. Hindi lang yun. Jericho legit didn't know who oh, he yeah, was yeah. facing, and he talks about this on Talk Is Jericho. Oh, yeah, 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 yes, I remember this. I remember and, and his this. book. And yeah. his book. To the point where even you finished ni Shelton, hindi niya alam. Oh. So he had to ask uh, Shelton right there. While no, he asked uh, towards the finish. No, no, no. He, he, asked, asked, the ref. he asked the ref right before. I think it was I Mike Kyoto. A very young Mike Kyoto. Uh, Mike Kyoto, who, who you, you saw the spot where he approaches Mike Kyoto. Yes. yes. Uh, and before the match starts, that's it. That's yeah. a what's his finish. Uh, what's his finish? What's uh. his finish? So yeah, and and Jericho himself would tell you at the time he didn't know how to take the Tebow. Uh. Yep. So uh, yun. So it was very interesting to watch it unfold, knowing these things now at the back of your head. But yeah. uh, Shepard, if you don't know until we just told you that you know it was on the fly, yeah. you wouldn't know. You wouldn't have guessed. That you wouldn't have guessed that you know it, you thought that it was just another match. Uh, they they put out a decent effort, and it, they they are the pros that WWE signed. I was actually gonna say I think it's it's a little bit more than decent effort, like for. There were two callbacks that I really enjoyed mm. in this match, which were the lion salt, the hit, the the big lion salt miss, uh-huh. and then the the second time that he he actually hits it, and you see that spot, and then you just realize, holy shit, Jericho could go so hard in 04. What the hell? No, in 04. In 04. When you watch him now, when you watch him now, Who's it's old like, now. That's why I don't doubt that at all. I, I mean, um, I remember. 
y- yung match na to, uh, I don't remember much of it, but I remember really popping for the Shelton win. Mm. Yes. Because uh, I, I was he like, oh, wow. It's like, he deserved it. It's like, oh, yes. He, it's his time. It's his time. And you'd think that, okay, finally, they're building up to him being a big star and all mm. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really time in WWE this uh, 03-04 stretch where you mga Canadian guys na, na babyface they would build them as being from the states. Okay, uh, this was this was asked. This was this was mentioned on Pritchard's podcast. Yes, yes. So Jericho <laughs> was billed as being born in Manhasset, New York. Uh-huh. Christian resided in Florida. Benoit resided in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, what none of which, think none about of which were lies. I'm sabi nila. Okay, before we talk about this, yeah. I'm sabi nila. I also thought it was strange uh, until I heard it on the podcast. So they said that our Pritchard said that uh, these guys just wanted to be built from somewhere or from a place that people know. Yeah, because so, not everyone knows where Winnipeg is. Yeah, yeah, or, or Calgary or whatever. Yeah, the uh, thing, Edmonton. the thing there in man was that none of these things were lies. Um, Jericho was born in New York. Yeah, because his dad is playing, playing for the Rangers. For the Rangers, and I think he brings it. He brings it up a couple of times now. He did get billed from New York for a stretch, and sure. I think this was part of that stretch. Well, to me, uh, I'm speaking as a guy who is proud of his hometown, I would have just gone for the hometown. Yeah, yeah. I, I always found it weird. Uh, parang, uh, eh, ano ngayon if you don't know where Manila is? Ano uh, ngayon if you don't know where Norwich, England is? Uh, eh, di alamin mo. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like you're so good. Oh, now I want to know where Bray County, Wicklow yeah. Island is. If you don't identify with the place, diba? then it's fine. No, no, no! It's not fine. If you no, don't identify with the place, I, 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 you're, I thought, you're, I thought as a wrestler. No, if you don't identify with the place that you are claiming to be built from, especially if that if you're pretending that it's your shoot hometown, uh, then you're just posing. Yeah, and for me as a fan, like I love it when I can I associate uh, a city with a wrestler. Like oh. when I was in SoCal just last month or, or a couple months ago, nasa Huntington Beach kami. I oh. keep thinking Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe. That's, That's nice. good branding. That, that is good branding. And it also helps you out geographically. Okay, this is where I am in the state. It's touristic huh. also. Well, yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, depending on where you are. I mean, if someone's built from Compton, I'm not sure like <laughs> they're Compton. Hey, it's, not, it's not that bad now. Yes, with gentrification. So obviously, it's a shepherd can gimmick the hometown. Yeah. So there. Um, I just always thought it was strange. And 15 years later, I still find it strange. Mm. Okay. Okay, any any other thoughts on this one before we and I'll move on? Mike Yoda looked so young. <laughs> of course, like he is like he still had youth. Ago. He still had youth in his eyes. Yeah, it was fifteen years ago. Carlos. I know, but pretty sure you also had youth in your eyes fifteen years ago. I still do sometimes. Mm. But okay, like the transition from this match actually went into the reveal for who would be in the tag team match and who would be in the championship match against Triple H. Uh, yes, yeah. So um, so it was Benoit Edge and HBK. In a segment that was hosted by Todd Grisham. Uh-huh. Oh, man. This I, was, this I realized was... how much I miss Todd Grisham. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Eh? When you watch... And this is something like as... You know, we've... All three of us in this room have done a little bit of production work for wrestling. And you watch it and you're just like, Wow, Grisham was more than competent and knew when to just be... You know, um, to, not just the layout there, but how to ask the right questions and when to stop asking questions. I think my only nitpick with Todd Grisham was how he appeared on camera without his blazer on. Hindi ko matanggap nakatanggap tanggap at the time na nakalong si polo kalang sa necktie. That's true. Hindi ko siya matake. That's true. But but my big the thing that I'm trying to say here was that they gave promo time to all three guys. Yeah. And what made me cringe the most was that 
one, both Edge and HBK, because they were wearing their shirts at the time, had some of the ugliest fucking shirts that I've ever seen. It's just black and then white logo, and it looks like a metal band logo. No, I do. I did like Edge's shirt at the time. I did not. <laughs> I do not. I remember that shirt. I actually like the For You logo. Especially because I always kept thinking, I'm Chris Benoit, and I'm for real. No, but Which in retrospect, it's now really, really dark. But, but the thing was, Benoit wasn't wearing a shirt. Okay, he was not. He was not. He had the for real logo, though, on his, ano, his tights. On his tights, on yeah, his tights. Yeah, yeah. But, um, at yeah. the time, it was weird na napaka-lukewarm na ng reactions towards Chris Benoit. Yes. Considering na just half a year before that, uh, he was a world champion. Yeah, and that's, that's the thing. You also watch how hard... But how gruff he tries to appear like in his promos and it's it's cringy at points is it cringy because you know you know you know that he's gonna murder yeah, his wife kid that's why because to me I thought it was you know normal Benoit it's not yeah, even, yeah. yeah it's not it was Benoit. just me uh, it was just him being awkward but in hindsight Benoit now, back then for you know well, absent like, absent everything that happened <laughs> double with, murder homicide yeah, suicide I was trying not to I know just bring it up. Try not to bring that up. I, I remember him as being a very awkward talker. Yes. Because yes. uh, he was always a guy in uh, all business. Right? Oh. Just get in the ring, wrestle, get out. Yep. Um, see, Edge naman. I'm up on a promo now. Yes. <laughs> I yes. forgot at the time that Edge was already good on the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in 2004. Pretty good. Pretty good. And the thing was, as a promo, like, this is, this is basically the one promo you need to watch from this show. And the subsequent Crazy Edge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, one. So, one. <laughs> okay, fine. Crazy Edge. Crazy yeah. Edge. So, yeah, this, this really did plant the seeds for Crazy Edge, which is a character I'd grow to love all the way until his retirement. So, it was nice seeing all of this, um, you know, uh, get kick-started as early as Taboo Tuesday. Okay. So, after this, you had the Women's Battle Royal, Fulfill Your Fantasy. Which was not even over the top. That's it what, was not. Yeah. That's what kills me here. It's yeah, it like, wasn't over the top. It, it wasn't, yeah. It was just, both feet touched the floor. That's it. That's it. Uh, it was, was, merciful, out it was yeah. mercifully short. It's mercifully short and it featured, and I, I really don't remember when or where she came in. Who was Nidia? Nidia, uh, Nidia was a tough enough winner. Yeah. Okay, there. She was with Jamie Noble mm-hmm. earlier in the year. She was eyesight ulit, And then they had that blow-off match with No Way Out yeah. where... Uh, Jamie Noble was blindfolded. Yeah. I really did and not I did not her. know that Nidia was on, was moved to Raw. She was uh, after the WWE draft. So Nidia Gennard. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was the winner, the female winner of Tough Enough 2. Okay. That's a trivia question for a future... Quiz night. <laughs> Quiz yeah. night. Okay. Yeah. Because when you watch this, the only thing that really stands out to me was that, well, Molly Holly still looks great. Yeah. Um, Gail, like, Kim, yeah. Gail Kim was more than serviceable. In this match, and that Victoria, Stacey, Victoria, no, Victoria was always gonna be great, but I and that Stacy Keebler was not as incompetent as some people <laughs> made her out to be. So there were two things that I took away from this match. The first being uh, uh, this was around the time that Victoria dropped the tattoo song as her theme. You know, all the yeah. things she said, and it really made me sad that. because I loved yeah, it. Yeah, that, that was the only song. Yeah, that was the only song that we knew. That. That people paid for, uh-huh. yeah. That mm. WWE paid for at the, at the time. time. Yeah. yeah. So, well, aside from the uh, Limp Biscuit songs on oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I love that there was a mainstream song, and it was by uh, two apparent lesbians at the time. Apparent no, 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 no. <laughs> Marketed ass lesbians. Apparent, yeah. That's what apparent means. Yeah. Very. Yeah. So there was that. Uh, she kind of dropped it around this time, and um, looking at Trish in this match, she was kind of the Alexa of her time. 
Yes, yes. yes. I, I got some really... I got, the, ele- I got the parallelism. Yeah, I got some huge Alexa vibes from Trish at the time. Diba? Uh, she was Alexa before Alexa, oh. now that I think about it. And um, the similarities are all there. Uh, not very tall, mm. uh, voluptuous body, cheer, uh, you know, physical fitness yeah. background, bodybuilding yes, background. Bodybuilding background. Diba? Blonde. So it, it's all there. <laughs> White. There's so, that going yeah. for you. It it it, it was um, I wouldn't say creepy, but sort of striking the fact that all three of us saw that parallelism. Yep. yep. Right. Okay. Anything else and on she, the? She mercifully retains, and it was mercifully not dragged out. Yeah. Anything else before we move on? Nah. Can we get to because this is probably like the lowest point. Which what? was no, I no, don't think Kane up. and Snitsky was the lowest. No, that's point. why. No, no, that's why we're. That's what's next. Yeah, but it's not the lowest. No, 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 point. I, I want to say it's, it was. The no, no, no. When you put a peak Harvard. Okay. Okay. So, so Kane <laughs> versus Snitsky in a chain match. It was a choose your own weapon. Uh, choose your weapon match. The choices were the lead pipe, the steel chair, and the chain. Mm. So watching this, I thought, now, oh, it's obviously going to be the chain. Apparently, it wasn't the case. No, no, no. Because uh, when you watch the the video package that comes before it and is a really good explainer on the whole it's not my fault oh. angle they, you can see that they were using the chair yes. and they thought that by using the chair they would get the chair over as the, the, the winning option but they got the they got fucking chain. chain and then when you would see the finish that involved uh, the chair the chair and you throw it. Yeah, the, the throat, throat which Kane did to HPK a few months back at yeah, Bad Blood at Bad, at Bad Blood, Blood. Uh, you could obviously tell at that point that it was supposed to be they planned for the chair okay because like with me my problem is if it's a weapons match and the only legal weapon is supposed to be the chain oh, doesn't the this become a DQ yes. because they bring in the chair That's I was true. also uh, writing that down actually um See, I've always been afraid of yung spot na yun, yung nakaipit yung neck the yeah. chair. Yes. After 15 years, I still don't know how to do it. Ako rin eh. I want I was I was going to ask you guys and I was afraid nope. what you would say to me since you're the guys who are training. Cuz probably okay, uh, we don't do that shit in training. Cuz I was going to say the only like logical thing that I can think of is you have it hit the chest instead of the neck. So I I have no idea how they did it. I don't know how and they obviously did it. it's a blood packet somewhere. No, yeah. that's what that's what I was gonna say. In this match, if you go back and watch it, that entire spot goes down with a blood packet because that's way too much blood to be coming out of your throat. Yeah. yeah. Even if you crush and this is just the some pipe, medical yeah. knowledge of mine, if you crush a windpipe you won't get that much blood. You have blood, you have blood first trauma. Yeah. It's, not, it's not like you have internal bleeding. Yeah, but even even if you rupture the vessels here without killing the guy... Yeah. I think it's likelier you break their neck than yes. you bust their windpipe. Yes, that is the point here. You you don't get that much blood, you will you, can, you murder a guy before you get that much blood out of that area. If, if anyone knows how they do the spot, uh, can let you us please know. let us know? Yeah, we promise not to do it. Yeah, we're not going to do it. Just want to know. We swear. I wink, saw it, wink, nudge, nudge. I saw it the first time with HPK in game. And I just still don't know how it's done. Oh, yeah, I'm in, I'm in. So there. Um, I remember JR calling Snitsky a son of a bitch on TV. Yes. And because he still could. Would not fly in 2019 except no, for Moro Ranalo. No, sobrang madalang na lang eh. Son of a bitch on commentary? No. I, I, uh, I would not hear that today. On commentary? Yeah. On commentary, okay, fine. Um, si Moro nadudalas na lang siya eh. Diba? Like when he called Tommaso so a... So Champa, son of a bitch. A son of a bitch. Yes. 
Pero like it, it's not something that you would hear. Say like that term "son of a bitch" got dropped by Jr. at least twice on mm-hmm. that show. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, so there was that, and there's so much blood. So yeah. it was clearly a different time. Okay. Yeah. One 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 other note that I have here is that Snitsky sort of walks to the back after like Kane starts spitting up blood, mm. and then he walks back in. And is like, no, 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 we're gonna do the pin. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why it's like on for me this is the low point in the show because it's it's god awful there's so many things wrong with this match I can't believe na mas low pa yan and he comes back no, than no. Eric Bischoff in Eugene yeah 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 because with Eric Bischoff in Eugene there was an emotional payoff no no the the, the post-match shenanigans took too long oh. that's, no, that, that's that's no, we I separate I separate those two we, we because this is the actual it. match the actual match was so god awful. No, the actual match was two minutes. No, no, I'm talking about, I'm talking oh, about Kane oh, and yeah, Snitsky. Sorry, sorry. Now, the actual match, the finish was so hokey. The entire chair DQ thing messes with me, and I'm a stickler for things like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, to jump to the next match, which is Bischoff and Eugene, mercifully short match. Shenanigans after another story. Took way too long, yeah. So, the choices at the time were the loser must be the winner's personal butler for a month. Uh, wear a dress <laughs> or get their head shaved. <laughs> so, so bobo siya. And I, I knew it was meant naman as a comedy spot. I got it. But in humor at the time, sobrang would not fly today. Speaking it, as, it didn't fly for yeah, me yeah. back then. Speaking as someone with a shaved head, how does not how does becoming a butler for a month not win? Oh, diba? <laughs> like okay, diba? Wouldn't that have more comedy potential on Raw? It, it, it has okay. It has more comedy potential, but the thing is, the ramifications are you get to see them come out for maybe for four minutes, yeah, four episodes. Oh. That's a total of. You have one An longer hour? story over there. And if I were a writer, I'd love to write for that Exactly. Shit. So I, I don't know how that wins. That would have built, yeah. built up to a Survivor Series match. Yeah. Should have. Oh. If I'm Eric Bischoff and I know I have a full head of hair, it'll grow back in a month. Yeah. The humiliation of being Eugene's butler yeah, for a hell? month. Or even the dress. Fine, the dress. The dress, fine. Given what it was back then. Yes. You're cross-dressing and Big Vito was a thing. <laughs> Yeah, Big Vito wouldn't be a thing until a year later. I don't remember Vito being... Uh, anyway. So, okay. So, okay. Uh, Eric Bischoff comes out in the gi, then Eugene comes out and does his thing. Fucking right? so, 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 fucking black belt. To be fair, okay. in quotes. Can I just say that I like this match for what it was? It, it was... <laughs> say, no, because Eugene, Nick Dinsmore, the wrestler, behind so the good. character. Yes. He's so good that he was able to carry Eric Bischoff in, in uh, a passable two-minute yeah. match. Okay, is, I've got two things about Eugene here. First thing is, I realized that his theme was a Rocky theme ripoff. Yes! <laughs> yes! At the time, I was like, oh, okay, cool theme, right? Cool, and yeah, it, it was piano. And, and, oh, and I realized, oh, fuck, it was a Rocky theme ripoff. Yes, Second was. was, Eugene as a character was a can't-win character. Yes. Because if you booed him, when he was because you booed a sped person. Yeah. If that means he supported the ridiculing and the mockery of a sped person. That's true. That's also true. So Eugene, in retrospect, was such a can't-win character. I don't know how it flew in 2004. It, it should have. It was 2004. It was a different time. Can we just say that it was a different time? It Even was though that is not a good excuse. It was pre-Twitter, guys. But here's the thing. Here's my thing. Here's the thing with so the I think people. Oh no, yeah. no I, I, I had some classmates actually cheer Eugene. And I don't know if they were doing it ironically or Or out of pity. <laughs> oh, I, I, I remember cheering because I was Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Probably. I, I, I don't. Okay. Dude, boy, if he, if he was a character. <laughs> What? What? Go say it, sir. I don't know. If he was a character in 2019, no, if, if he were a character in 2019, some people, I, I guarantee you, will be saying he was a pure boy. The same way they do for Tyler Bate. So uh, Eugene beats uh, what's his face, Eric Bischoff, Bischoff really quickly, quickly, and then Vince X Machina happens. And this, okay, this is this is what kills me about the post segment. This is face Vince but at the time. Vince is a fucking face. How how in the world is Vince a even? A f- no no no. No problem. At that time, how much bullshit did we go through for him and Austin to end up here? And it's like, ha ha, yeah. He said we have Bischoff. Bischoff is always a heel. Uh, Bischoff was never not right. a face. Yeah, I'm never not a heel. Sorry, sorry. That's right. Yeah. So but we- this was this part when I saw it when I watched it back. I'm just like. God, why is Vince so smarmy about it, and why are people cheering? It's also a dragging, yeah. Like if you've ever watched anything wrestling, whether uh, live or on TV, and you want to know the definition of a dragging segment, watch this. Yeah, the the whole part where Coach was trying to buy to buy time for them, or to buy the different consequence for them. So for awkward, too long, too long. It it goes for about fifteen minutes. They should have just done it quick, and then Vince should have just come out and you know did what he had to do yeah and uh, it's also kind of weird seeing Vince in a very loose suit <laughs> yeah because he again 2004 fashion 2004 fashion and also everyone has a loose suit apparently he wasn't peak bodybuilding yet no I'm pretty no, sure he was, he was in peak bodybuilding huge. Yeah. no no peak bodybuilding 04 I guess not but he was huge though. he was big he was big because like I remember oh, when was when was the NBA suit rule in uh, 05 Oh five, okay. It's yeah. about the same. The time. dress code. Mm. That's why. So the it's like suit rule. The suit I rule. That. Yeah. That's why I was thinking. Was it because of them that they had to? Never mind. No, I don't think it was related at Nothing all. Nothing was related. No, you you saw Anna, you saw pictures of evolution back then. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. DOM. I mean, you had Ric Flair who was a legit DOM, but like everyone else, like Batista, Orton, <laughs> they looked like DOMs. Suits were always like that. Can I just say that I still see people. Yes. Wear the collars popping out of their their suits today <laughs> in 2019. And because I want to put them in and tell them you are not a pimp, you are not a G, you are not Tony Montana, <laughs> you are lame. Please tuck that fucking collar in. You so. are literally, Why do you know? you're literally not Scarface. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why do you have wing collars in 2019? Please, sir. I I don't get it. Can can we leave that in the early 2000s? Okay, let's get to the actual. I don't know. Okay, next uh, was the tag team championship match. Wrestling. Uh, Edge and Chris Benoit defeat Lars Estance. That was Robert Conway and Sylvain Grenier for the world tag team. I totally forgot their first names. I totally forgot Benoit did this by himself. That he won. Won. He won by himself. I knew Edge uh, walked out, but I forgot that he won. So from so, ni Benoit, like yeah. when I'm watching this, I'm like, uh, I I remember the time that I was such a Benoit fan, and this was why this match was the example of why stamina monster number one. Two, he was a believable babyface. Mm. Yes, three, you he could was get a, behind him as an underdog. Yeah, three, he was a badass motherfucker. Yes, there is that. Yeah, one would say. Well, yes. yes. Um, the, the entire match, the entire match goes long enough to show that to, to give you that impression. It is that the longest Benoit, match on the show. Actually. Yes. No, Look, right? yes. yes, it is. At 16 minutes and 15 seconds, it is longer than the main, main event. event. No, no, no. no. The, world, the World Heavyweight Championship. Wow, yes. I thought na mas mahabang kina Triple H. No, no. you saw... Because Triple H. You saw the Lara's Stance heat. They yes, were taking they were so taking long. long with it. And that's one of the things that 
I have to, you know, give props to Benoit for it because even when he's taking his shots, you forget how well he sells. Mm. And it's one of those it's one of those underrated things because, you know, and double murder homicide and Dyer's stance <laughs> was being basic heels. Yes, uh, they were not doing anything fancy. They were just beating Benoit up and cutting off uh, the side, uh, the half of the ring, which is easier because uh, Edge had to leave. Yes. So, uh, you know, watching Conway and Grania, napaisip pa kayo, like, are, are there wrestlers like them today? Yung tipong makikita sila on WWE television and you'd be like, in two years, pra- baka wala na to. Yeah, all the time. All the time. Uh, you look at a random mid-carder. You will never, you know, it, it only so happens na in recent times, the, the yearly spring cleaning thing didn't happen. Yes. Like, uh, we didn't it, get in the middle of, of In the middle of this decade, uh, the re- the yearly releases stopped happening, yeah. so it's not an the, annual yeah. event. But you would see uh, r- so many random mid carders who would either disappear, uh, get buried, or release uh, on their or you know resign on their own. Yeah, like for example, the B team, uh, so the Curtis Axel, they're still there. Yeah, they're still there. But if this were in the mid two thousands, they'd be cut. Uh, they would have been gone in a matter of years. Fuck the there ascension be, is still there. Yeah, yeah, the, the ascension is still here. Um, I was gonna say the colognes are still here. Yeah, yeah. the good brothers are still here. So yeah, no, don't don't fucking no. I'm sorry, but no, they're they, kind but, of on the same level no, right yeah, now. Yeah. Okay, booking wise, yes, but talent wise, house show wise, they oh, have no. You mga mid carders, they were always the good hands. Yes. It just so happens that they had no plans. Yeah, uh, you know, um, Conway would eventually uh, be put on his own on Raw. He'd be the con man. Uh, he would have that theme song that I actually love. Yeah, that was a good song. Yeah, I, I like that song. And then, then Grani would be the fashion model, Sylvan, without yes. the eye. The uh, metrosexual. That's, that's that's where I learned that's the word metrosexual. metrosexual. Yeah, really. Thank you, Sylvan Grani, for letting me learn the word metrosexual through you. But this was, okay, to be honest, it was a nice feel-good moment for Benoit. You know, yeah, he was the tag team champion. Yes, he was tag team champion. He was before, the tag team champion before um, Kane and Debray made it a thing. Hang on, uh, real quick, uh, throwing real back to the results of the poll in this match, uh, Edge scored higher than Benoit. Mm. Yes, in the Triple in the H poll. Yes, that is weird to me because maybe the kids who really liked Benoit at the time didn't have access to internet. Huh? No, I don't no, think small children. So. No, because HBK won. No, I think it was indicative of how they booked Benoit post-world title run. Uh, na sobrang yes. lukewarm na ng booking niya. And Edge at the time was getting consistent spots in prominent positions. Oh, For example... People didn't like him either. Yeah, but he, he was intercontinental champion. He only turned heel at SummerSlam. Oh. Taboo Tuesday, Tabu Tuesday was October. Mm. SummerSlam was August. Oh. So two months pa lang since he turned heel. Uh, so parang may cool factor niya siya. I guess so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he didn't even turn heel na premeditated. Remember, he turned heel because uh, after he got booed in his own hometown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I that. Yun, So I think that kind of explains why my residual uh, effect, um, yeah, effect pa on his popularity. So and there. then we did get at some point we did get the Edge HBK promo backstage, no? Yes, yes, we did. Uh, so that happened. Um, after Edge and Benoit won the championships, or after Benoit won the championships, we get what I thought was the lowest point of the show: Christian Carmel. <laughs> yes, that was. Uh, it, was it was what it was. <laughs> no, I uh, I watched. I it wanted to. Through. I wanted to because I wanted to have something to comment on. Yeah, for journalistic integrity. <laughs> so, because you are Mister Journalistic Integrity. No, for no, those. Mind. Well, no, not exactly. Just you know. 
For the purposes of this review. Yeah, so Christy and Carmella, their stipulation was what they were supposed to wear, right? In the match. Tama ba? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so no, either... yeah, no, what they were supposed to do. Ah, okay, yes. okay. Yeah, so it was either a pillow fight or an aerobics uh, competition. Or an evening gown match. Evening gown match. Yeah. All three of which, again, were incredibly sexist for the time. So, yeah. Um, yeah, guys. It's funny how Carmela de Cesar is often forgotten as the OG Carmela. Especially how they booked oh, her nice. as Carmela. That's, that's yes. Right. yes. They that's dropped her last right. name. I, I, I had the same thoughts when NXT Carmela was debuted. Mm, yeah, like, or are we just completely scrubbing Carmela de Cesar? We are old. Who was a legit Playboy playmate who was one of Hugh Hefner's girlfriends. At the time. At the time, yeah. So I, I went and looked for Carmela today. Like, where is Carmela de Cesar? She's now a mom of uh, three or four well, kids. that's good. She is a real estate broker. Not sure if she's based in, like, Cleveland or something. I'm sorry, I looked at her Instagram. Uh, that's where I found her. <laughs> Instagram stalking, not lang Wikipedia. Yeah, no, no, no. Instagram is the best way to check up on someone. Actually, yeah. Uh, not even Twitter anymore. Because a lot of people uh, who used to be public figures would probably lay off of Twitter. But they will be on Instagram because they can post pictures over there. So Carmela often forgotten now. Uh, I guess only people our age and a bit older would remember who she is. Or the uh, ones you know who are really hardcore encyclopedic knowledge guys. Yeah, if and <laughs> like if, like if, a certain former member of a stable. Okay. That is competing. Yeah. You forget that. Who may come back? Who may, who may or back. may not come back? As the, by the third, way, as the as the mystery member of the network, all, they left it so open. Oh man! It oh, might, because he did have an encyclopedic knowledge of wrestlers and their tenures. So there's that, and then there's Chrissy Hemi. Chrissy Hemi, who, who was also had a Playboy. Yeah, she got into Playboy though after, after, after WWE. WWE yeah. uh, and she, to her credit, she stayed in the business. Yes. She uh, went to TNA for a bit, diba? She did some announcing and she also wrestled a bit. I was going to say, uh, just for clarification, in the wrestling business, not pornography. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Not so, soft pornography. Uh, uh, I would say that Christy actually laid the groundwork for someone like Maria. Canales. Mm. Yes. Diba? Uh, the, the redhead from the Diva Search. That was really Christy. Yeah. Who, who made that archetype. That archetype. Thing. Yeah, because before her, uh, not much. Yeah, uh, so when they brought out Christy and Carmella, coach told them what they were going to do and mm. what they were going to wear. And they brought back yung silhouette thing from Judgment Day 2003. Which was really not age-appropriate at the time for us. Oh, definitely oh, yeah. not. Definitely not. Again, that's one of the things that I'm not sure how that flew. I'm not sure how... I'm, I'm not sure how that got past censors even locally at the time. So I was watching this. No, I think, it, it wasn't anything I know. But but it probably did like, cut it, though. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure they they aired that in full because I remember I remember, I remember I seeing it uh, in full. <laughs> uh, what I so I, I was rewatching Taboo Tuesday on Sunday, uh, and my mom was just in the other room, <laughs> <laughs> and so I could hear your actress in a coach and Jr. Ah, puppies! Ah, and everything. I'm pretty sure my mom thought that anong porn na naman to pinapanood sa kabila. Wait, your mom's. No, my mom was just in the opposite room. Okay, and she could okay. Hear I, it. I thought she walk, actually walked in no, and no, 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 said no. that. He uh, probably should have walked in. Probably. To, to find out that he wasn't watching for it. Yeah, uh, and, and I'm kind of hard of hearing now, so I have to kind of turn the volume all the way up. <laughs> just to understand what I'm hearing, so there. Uh, Ma, it's not porn! So it, as, as, I'm not jacking off, man. As, as awkward as that was, the match itself was way more awkward. Yes, it was. It, it was, wasn't a match. It wasn't the match. match. That's the thing. 
It was a event. It was a contest. Yeah, uh, and when Christy mercifully pinned Carmela, her shoulders weren't even down. Yeah, which uh, King saw and called out. Mm. And unfortunately, was still ruled the end of the match. Oh. Okay, lang. I would have accepted that. Except yeah. 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 Just get it over and done with. Yeah, um, if there was ever uh, something that resembled the women's matches being the bathroom break, it's Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much yes. it's Yes. Okay, uh, let's move on to the two matches at the end, which are actually really good and worth really, ta- are really, still worth really talking about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Triple H taking on Shawn Michaels for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yes. You realize how good HBK is in doing his thing and being the the babyface in peril who is uh, really fighting, really beaten up senselessly and yes. fight, really fighting from underneath. Uh, also. It goes to, if you can if you can't but if you can't suspend your disbelief enough you'll also find that uh, HPK is the king of hokey wrestling yes but if you can and if you just get behind the fact that uh, he is going all out and being superhuman and all that then it is one hell of a performance yeah uh, there's something about Shawn Michaels that he really just draws you in yes and makes you want to cheer for him. Even if the Even match if, was yeah. in, was always stuck in first gear for the whole thing because of the injury, quote unquote, quote unquote injury. Yeah, uh, this is one of the matches. Now for me, um, it was so easy to get uh, to get into the story, just latch onto it. I don't know why, but uh, I don't necessarily get to latch onto the story as quickly as most people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so, you have to shift gears literally. Yeah, I guess. Uh, like when I'm watching the thing, deba. Right? So like, I'm sometimes I'm just like, oh, okay, so this is happening, and I'm just waiting for the finish. But in this case, I could actually see what they were doing. Now, oh yeah, work on the leg, keep beating it senseless, and then apply a submission. Mm. Yes, very simple. Uh, and then Batista comes in, and Edge comes in, and they do their thing. So napakashmazi niya, and it's very uh, typical WWE. Slight overbook, but they had to in yeah. order to get uh, crazy get it over, Edge yeah. over with. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, there were so many things that uh, they were able to accomplish in getting all four guys involved. Mm. One was you reminded everyone that Batista was not doing anything that night mm-hmm. and that he was still in the service of Triple H. Mm-hmm. And he was in his ring gear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he was. But he, yeah, was he was in the pre, in the pre- Hypothetically yes. going to compete against Jericho. Two was you had to get Triple H over as the Kupal heel champion. Yep, yep. Three, get Sean over as the baby face without making him look super weak because he got injured. But he looks super strong, though. I was going to say. He did not tap out to a figure four. Then he had diving elbow. Pa yes. Uh, I mean, if because this was coming off of... When was the last time that Triple H and HBK matched up prior to this? Was that during Sean's return? Royal no, Rumble. Royal Rumble, okay. Oh. I was gonna, I was asking, the the no, they had the Hell in a Cell match. Oh, That's bad yeah, blood, right? Bad blood. Yeah, bad blood. That was which wasn't too far removed. Mm. Like I'm just trying to trace it in my head. Yeah, it wasn't their first. It wasn't their first obviously. since he was since he was in medically the year, huh? in the year. So there is something to draw from. So okay, so I yeah, can see again. I can see why then the some smarks quote unquote would hate on this kind of match and go for like an ROH or New Japan style match because it was. Uh, Slow, not painfully, but to the point that everything was easily digestible, as you said yourself. Yeah. But, but at this point, you have to also realize that even as a slow match and a digestible match, you got all four guys over at the end of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the fourth sure. one was Edge. Crazy, vindictive Edge. And what we were saying just a few uh, minutes ago was that 
this really laid the groundwork for the character that he would get as over as he could, mm. which was uh, the, the crazy, violent uh, R18 live sex show yeah, having yeah, yeah. edge. Yes. Yeah, so he wasn't the rated R superstar yet, but nandun na. The uh, seeds were there. He was starting to put it together, and I loved seeing that as an edge fan. Uh, going forward from here, Triple H would uh, continue holding the title until Batista took it from him at ano, mm-hmm. at uh, WrestleMania yeah, the following year. year, which was a long ways away. Yep. Yeah, and Shawn Michaels would go on to face Angle naman at WrestleMania yep. that same year. Uh, I don't remember much of what Shawn would do between Taboo Tuesday and WrestleMania, but I, I remember. Also, don't remember. Yeah. I yeah. remember Triple H being in that uh, four-on-four Survivor Series feud. Yeah. Which led to that crazy month that the baby faces were the GM. Yes. yes. Oh yeah, he was in that. He was in that. He was. He had a. He had a week. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So young baby faces were. Wait, was Sean in the baby face team? Parang hindi. I. I, I it was Maven, Randy Orton, Benoit, and Jericho. Yeah. Yeah. Versus right, Triple right. H, Batista, Edge, Edge, Edge. and fuck, I don't remember. Uh, I'd say Snitsky. I'd really? probably put my money on Snitsky. Okay. We, can, we can Google that right now, but yeah. Uh, What's the point? I'll look it up right now. See, Go on. In, in the meantime, see, let's. Uh, any, any other thoughts on know, Triple H and Shawn Michaels? I just I, there's nothing special about this. It doesn't deserve to be on a DVD. I don't think it deserves to be on a DVD because they've had much better matches. Yeah, I agree. Go yeah. on for much longer, but in the case of this, it's like one of those. Nirman gems, but it's a very good storytelling HBK match. Yep, Triple H, Edge, Batista, and Sitsuki. Orton, Chris Benoit, Jericho, and Maven. Ah, I was right. Yep. Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Why is it always Sitsuki? Because it wasn't his fault, man. Oh, it wasn't his fault. Okay, let's top it off with the main event. Ric Flair versus Randy Orton. And the choices were False Count Anywhere. Uh, No Holds Barred? Yung base, ha? No holds barred. And, and no, 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 no. To submission match. Submission, submission match. match. Sorry, and the steel cage match. Yes. So I think the steel cage match is gonna win, for sure. Because for one, and eh. Yeah, you, you. It's not an easy thing to assemble. Yeah. Uh, two, it was probably the most violent. I mean, you could make a case for the false count anywhere being super violent then. But in steel cage, because nandun lang shayin. They don't need it's to go a structure, out. Structure, yeah. And if you're a, you're a fan with visibility issues, hindi ka mapapachan ng dito naman. Huh. Dito naman, di ba? Yeah. Also, note to PWR fans, we're not getting a steel cage anytime soon. Sorry. Oh, wala tayong budget eh. Uh-huh. Wala din tayong venue eh. For the, wala space. Wala space. For, we don't have an appropriate venue. We also don't have a budget as John Sebastian has clearly stated. Yeah. So, this match between Ric Flair and Randy Orton was part of uh, Orton's evolution killing spree. Yes. Time na he was going after all the evolution guys one by one. Yes. And it was it, it was nice looking back at this and seeing Orton as legend killer Orton taking on a legend in Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Um, who wasn't who wasn't completely broken down also. Oh. So watching that, uh, I, I was giddy and excited. And then the color came out. I was like, Yo, oh fuck. fuck man. It was hilarious that they both uh, <laughs> bled that yeah, much. Bled that much. That quickly <laughs> because fuck. If, if you've ever seen Ric Flair get stuck, yeah, like he, he, it's always and, and it's it's a you know it's a it's a recurring theme that Ric Flair once once bladed will spill too much blood. This was one of those times. It's like that's a little bit much for uh-huh. you, yeah, old man. Not not at I mean, kite see Orton like him bleeding the way he was. Um, um watching everything, I. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't find it appalling 2019 uh, in 2004. Because but watching were, it now is 
Because the bloodlust was there. It was normalized. No, I, 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 would say, I would say it's bloodlust per se. I would say that uh, it did add to the match, though. It does. Uh, it does. Because it when you strip it down, it wasn't more than a basic match. Yeah. Uh, I would have to say. And I agree, I agree. There's nothing, there's nothing spectacular, spectacular Yeah, there wasn't anything spectacular, spectacular about it. And that's not in a bad way. Yes. I think the pinaka grabbing bump na that Orton took was when Flair beeled him over, over. Uh, yes. from yung, ano, uh, from the, the top turnbuckle. Yeah. So adding the blood, no, not the cage, the, the top turnbuckle. turnbuckle yeah. Adding the blood in that match uh, definitely helped it uh, get up a notch. In- and I guess the fact that it elicits yung visceral reaction yeah, for yeah, me yeah. Uh, is is proof na maybe it was the right call. Yeah, I just don't want to see blood in my wrestling anymore. <laughs> I don't want to see that, that much, much blood. blood. Yeah, I can a little I, bit, little bit, halfway. Uh, no. Hard way, no hard way, na no, no, tasteful. Yeah, the tasteful. It's also weird seeing referees now na hindi nag gloves. Uh, oh yeah, because it wasn't the thing. Yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. not. Oh, la, look how far we've come fifteen years after the fact. Um, in retrospect, I will say that I think Vince made the right decision in uh, prohibiting prohibiting uh, blading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the yeah, most yeah. part, I think so too. I think it's a step in the right direction for the industry. Um, I I do hope that more and more performers and promotions uh, adopt that moving forward. I know that it's not for everyone. It's a for me, because as one of the guys who enjoyed ECW at its peak, at its most sure. violent, I still look for it once in a while. Once in a while, I don't I don't need it to be on every show, every pay per view that I watch. Yeah, I think uh, there's a point to be made there in that it. Is welcome when it makes sense. Yes. Like, for example, uh, in a match where there are so many props that could get you to bleed, like a cage match or a st- Hell in a Cell, cell. or an yeah. Elimination Chamber, it makes sense that you would blade in such a match. A little bit. And yeah. if it doesn't, because it's like, what's going on there? Why don't you Yeah. Alright, so, okay, I, I've made it no secret on this podcast. I hate death matches. Yes. Or, really hate them. No, no, no. I'm not but even saying no, no, it has to be a death match. No, no, yes. no. no. So, 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 uh, Rick Flair, uh, not Rick Flair, Randy Orton versus Cactus Jack, Backlash 2004. Ooh, uh, that's fucked up. That one's fucked up, yeah. I could see the point of having blood yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. obviously with the thumbtacks and yep. the barbed wire, it makes sense to me. And mm-hmm. the fact that it's Cactus Jack, not Mick Foley. Uh-huh. Yes. There is that. Yeah. And, okay, looking back, Rick Flair and Orton, it's a blood feud. Literally. 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 Given everything that they'd gone through over the last year. Right? So, year two. Uh, Orton was injured, remember? Yeah, he was injured. Yes, there was that. Yeah, so it made sense to me. Um, you know, I, I just don't want to watch it again. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Given the choice. Uh, but yeah, uh, the match itself, uh, Rose Wright, it's not complicated. Mm. Yeah. No crazy bumps. No. They were just uh, two guys beating each other up. Yeah. yeah. And they were able to tell a very good story in the process. Uh, I remember at the end there was that handshake and looking back I'm not sure how I feel about that what? yeah it was weird because they continued the feud oh but it could have been like okay after this okay respect and then somebody I, I, I really don't remember because of what happens in between that and the subsequent uh, no they continued the feud for yeah real. the feud the, the feud between one Randy on one. and Evolution uh, is not over that's yet. not over but uh, I think parang tapos ng personal issue with Ric Flair I think that yes, was the message that was the message and the meta was this was Ric Flair uh, putting Randy o- over mm. yes which, which was fine for me in lang uh, I, I just found that odd uh, especially knowing uh, na hindi pa naman tapos yung evolution feud um, you know watching Randy Orton work here uh, it's it, he, does, he hasn't really changed much 
I mean, he's added wrinkles. Yeah. Uh, oh, siguro, siguro bumili siya. Um, I, 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 I wouldn't know because like the way I watched him can, uh, kanina on the way here, that's when I watched the match. It was like, it, it was your typical Randy Orton match. Yeah. And um, at the time, I could buy him as a baby face. I don't know why. I could buy him because he wasn't. He didn't burn a house down. Well, to me, he was literally a baby face. Yes, okay, he uh, was so young. Yeah, he was so young, uh, so much potential, that so filled with hope. And the fact that Evolution was such good uh, was such a good heel team. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it was so easy to believe or to buy Randy as a face, especially when he was the one who used Evolution as a stepping stone first. Yeah, uh, and now you have uh, you know Randy Orton of 2019 as someone who I can't buy as a babyface anymore. You you can never buy him as a babyface now. Ever since what? Ever since Twitter. <laughs> There's that. There's that. But I was gonna say he burned ever a man's house down. Yeah, he burned he a did. man's house he down. He did burn. Uh, he, he's a he's an arsonist. He's an arsonist. But yeah, um, 15 years, years later in 2019, it really says a lot about how powerful Evolution was as a vehicle. Look at all four guys, mm. all Hall of Famers. Mm. So but only many. one Drax the Destroyer. Yeah. Oh, sobrang, sobrang Drax the Destroyer. Now, even the Crown Prince of Saudi <laughs> wants Dave Batista to wrestle as Drax. When Disney ain't gonna let you, Saudi. Nilang yon, Batista himself is retired. So. That's, yeah, officially. Oh. Any other thoughts on uh, the Steel Cage match before we wrap up the show as a whole? No, not really. It's it's fun. We've said what we had to say. Okay. So Taboo Tuesday uh, would kick off a series that would eventually be known as Cyber Sunday. Uh, and it was weird. It, it, it got weird, man. No, the fact that it was on a Tuesday was super weird. It Wasn't that because of the taping schedule? No, it wasn't. It? No, they they still the- tape SmackDown somewhere else. I think they wanted to do something different para, no, para um, you would really buy into it. Like, oh, hey, it's a pay-per-view on a Tuesday and you get to pick the steps or yeah. you get to pick the yeah, opponents yeah, probably or whatever. It. And in a time when it's like they had the TV the TV networks by the throat at the time. No, I was just thinking about it because they did it on a Tuesday live but somewhere else they're taping SmackDown. With, with half the other, with half of the roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In oh. theory, they can do because it's WWE. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know the show itself like we said um, not the best show to kick off this uh, mini series on the podcast mm. um, I, if I had to rate it I'd probably give it like a C or a D <laughs> I, I don't want to rate it I don't want to rate it it doesn't age well yeah it, it did not at all and mm. like my, my biggest takeaway from all of this is that I miss J.R. and King on, Sma- on commentary sure, but that was peak uh, no, that was peak J.R. and King because like when you listen to them and then you because I watched I watched this show Sunday night, mm-hmm. and then after that I subjected myself to Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason we're not talking about Raw and SmackDown oh, as much. much. Yeah. So um, yeah, so, sorry. There's that. No, the, the, basically that's it. And commentary is a big part of it for me. Okay. One last takeaway from me: I really miss the time saying pay per views are just three hours or less. Oh yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, eight matches, eight matches that Jesus quick, Christ. no pre-show. No, I mean, even with this, and this is quite possibly one of the hokiest types mm. of pay per views, it still doesn't feel like a slug. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it doesn't. It, yeah. It it's like, it's like right. you can set aside the portion of the day that you set aside for maybe for Raw nowadays. You watch this and you're like, huh, I can watch this in one sitting. Mm-hmm. And, and then I, not again. And then never again. Never never again. again. <laughs> God, because it's so awful. Yeah, so there you go. Taboo Tuesday, our uh, mini-series retrospective here on the SGP Podcast. 
if you guys like that, uh, let us know what else you want us to watch and review. Because yeah. if you guys want, if you guys like me, want to give ECW pay per view yeah. some Why justice. Why the fuck not? Make us do it, guys. Or uh, okay, manager, please uh, don't make us hate watch something so horrible. Yeah. Please. I mean, if you want to suggest a bash at the beach, pick a good one. You want to pick a Halloween Havoc? Pick the one with Ray and Eddie. Or, yeah, or pick Bash at the Beach where the NWO forms. <laughs> that, no, you don't. Stan, you, you don't want to watch that show. I don't know. I've never seen a WCW yeah, show in my that. life. No, I watched. I actually watched and yeah, sat through it. It's, the whole thing. It's that's, why, that's why we'd make for a good show because we'd come in as virgins. Yeah, we'd be blind. So, you know, um, I... Blinded in chains? Uh, no, just blind. <laughs> I would do a show or I would uh, watch a show from say 2001 yung time ng wrestling sure sure like say Wrestlemania X7 oh wait no I think I've seen you've that you've seen that yeah yeah I've no, seen X7 I've seen that oh, I, I, I had to yeah. yeah or I don't know Insurrection like I've never seen an Insurrection Ooh, okay that's, that's I've that's never seen it In Your House really nope nope uh, really? I probably only have seen yung the Owen Hart bit. Okay, you know what? Let's. I think for the next one, we should nominate in your houses. All right, sure. Because there are enough good ones, and I, I actually had a small collection of VHS in your house shows. But we have the network, dude. No, I'm oh, saying yeah. at the time. Uh, at the time, I had a small collection of them, so right. I've seen some shit, man. Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, if you have any other shows you want to send our way to watch on the network, then. You know where to find us at the SGP Podcast, at Roizwar, at Caveman Camus, and at underscore Stancy. Before we go, picks of the week, gentlemen. SmackDown main event because Sami Zayn got a title opportunity. Uh, I'm going to pick uh, <laughs> Kofi versus Brian from Raw. WrestleMania rematch. Man. Because this week was so bad. It was so bad. Yeah, I got nothing at all. Like Not some people, last week. Some people are saying that this is quite possibly the worst Raw they've seen in the modern era. And there's a reason. Kaiba 205. No, uh, I haven't seen 205 yet, but that's why I'm not choosing. Uh, okay, uh, last week's show to them. Or you can tap, it's fine. No, no, no. Uh, no, 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 don't do that. Tony and Drew Gulak. That's Which is it. good. All right. Which is good. But I will say this seeing Sammy get the title opportunity, even though it was a triple threat, even if it was as hokey as it was, made me happy. Of course it did. Yeah. Even it though it I knew he wasn't going to win. It doesn't make sense. Absolutely does not make sense. Nope. But makes me happy alright Camus uh, so we're gonna end episode number 267 right here Camus has to be a 21 year old and go to black market yeah and uh, Ro and I have to go to sleep because we have jobs in the morning that's true well I, I'm also working in the morning it's just I'm electing to be a good friend and be a 21 year old for a night alright so Camus is gonna go do him and we're gonna go you know do our thing as well uh, thank you for continuing to support Philippine wrestling of course you've got uh, local shows coming up this month MWF uh, happening at McKinley, Venice Piazza. Yeah, Venice Piazza. Venice, no, actually. No, no, no. It's called Grand, the Venice Grand Canal, Canal Mall. And there is a Mall. space. Grand Canal Mall. There is space for it. There's a fully booked. There's a nice I know, number of eateries I there. know exactly where it is going to be held. I know where in the mall because I work right across it. And this is on May 17, 18? 17. May 17, Saturday. 18. Yeah. 18. 18 is Saturday, yeah. Checking Facebook. No, to tomorrow's be sure. 10. Tomorrow's uh-huh. 10, so. And you know you get it. Yeah, you get it. Um, you know it's it's getting late, and uh, our brains are not working as well as they should be. Of course, we got PWR Revolution X, biggest show of the year, May twenty six. Go catch it, um, Camus. What are you doing at Revolution X? I still don't know. You're still benched. <laughs> well, well, MSG you know is not benched. MSG has a match against uh, the Mega Poggies. 
Chris Pans and Ken Warren. Themselves? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> they don't have a name yet. But honestly, you are doing creative work for them. <laughs> wow. wow, you! Well, I thought they, this, I thought you hated no, no, no. them so much. No, 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 they they are such slouches that oh, Stan is doing creative work for them. May yeah. 18, just oh, just for clarification, just so that you can't say we didn't get this right. May 18, Venice Grand Canal Mall in McKinley Hill. That's uh, MWF PWR Revolution X at Circuit. You know where to find us. And uh, the jury's coming, guys. Just just for those of you who want to know, the jury is coming. Okay, come. And so it's come to terror. And thank you for uh, supporting the podcast as well. So if you want to keep supporting the podcast, keep us on the uh, on the interwebs. All you have to do is to subscribe, hit the download button, leave us a five star rating, and share us on social media. Tell your friends that this podcast by Filipino wrestling fans for Filipino wrestling fans exists. Yep. On behalf of Romaran and twenty one year old Raf Gamos, my name is Stancy. Episode number two six seven in the books, and we are out of here. Peace. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.